Hello, Bridge Builders! I'm here with some exciting news. The first volume of interviews is now available on Amazon.com. The link can be found at eatlunchandboardgame.com. I promise that all proceeds from sales of this book will go right back into this podcast and channel. Whether that is new and better audio equipment for the podcast, or video equipment for the YouTube channel, or even more games to review, the money will not be wasted. Click over to Amazon and get your copy of Eat Lunch and Board Game, the first course today. And thank you for supporting the show. Welcome back to Adventure Board Game. I'm your host, Adam Collin. Today's game, or games actually, are some that I came across at a local game design flea market. As you might know, I live in St. Louis, and there are a lot of designers and publishers in this area. A lot of the smaller ones have formed an alliance, if you will, and they meet twice a month to play test and give feedback to each other on their games that they are currently working on. Well, pre-pandemic anyway. While I was at one of these events, shortly before I joined the Alliance myself, I met a young man who was selling a game that he designed himself. By young, I mean he was like 7 or 8 when I met him. He had designed a game that was a finalist in Mayday's design contest in 2016. That game was Drop Racers, and it is a dexterity game. Henry, the designer, showed me how to play it himself, and I just had to have it. My son, he's an aspiring game designer himself, and he loves cars, so this game was kind of like a no-brainer for me. Drop Racers is published by ANSR Entertainment, a company started by Henry's father, and this game boasts a 7.3 on board Game Geek, plays 2-4 to four players, and it has a playtime of way less than 30 minutes, unless you're really bad at flicking these cars. So let me tell you why this game is one of my favorites. Rule Clarity the rules for Drop Racer are very clear and easy to understand. So easy that a six-year-old can understand them. Drop Racer's Battle, on the other hand, is a little more involved. The rules are more than just the 8.5 by 11 sheet of paper that you will find in Drop Racers, yet they are still clear and easy to understand. We kept the small rulebook out and handy for our first few games of battle, but now we don't need them. Time to explain to newcomers. Drop Racers is extremely quick to explain to newcomers. You can do it as you set the game up. The battles takes a little longer to explain, but it's still quick enough. My son read the rulebook out loud for battles on the way home from picking it up. We were ready to play once we cleaned off the dining room table, and that took longer than explaining the game. Gameplay Okay, Drop Racers is a blast to play with adults and children alike. To set up, everyone gets a plastic car and a matching color start card. Then, the player count appropriate number of drops are drawn out of the bag and, well, dropped onto a smooth playing surface. All drivers are then dealt three cards and one is flipped face up and set off to the side with the remaining cards. The cards have two things on them. The color of drops required to complete the card and the point value for completing it. As you can guess, the more drops needed, the higher value it is, and vice versa. Now, the first player begins by flicking their car from their start card, aiming to hit the drops that are in play. 
If a drop, or two or three if you're lucky, are hit by the car, those drops are then placed on that driver's start card. Drivers take turns flicking their cars until all the non-black drops are gone. This ends the round. The black drops are bad. If you hit one, you lose one of the drops you had. You could also lose a drop if you flick your car off the table. Now that the round is over, any completed cards are played and the drops are put back in the bag and replacement cards are drawn by that player. It is possible to draw a card from the stack that you can immediately complete. I do not have this kind of luck, but I have seen others do it. The face-up card is available for any person to claim. If no one has reached 15 points in total, a new round begins. If someone has 15 or more points, they are the winner. If there's a tie, keep playing with only those players tied until the tie is broken. Now let's take a look at battles. It has a little bit more to set up, but it only takes a little more time. Each player gets a car and its start card like the original. Then each player receives five of the drops and three walls. Two cards are dealt to each player. These cards are the weapons that are armed on your car. Think Mad Max. Now, everyone drops their drops in the middle of the play area. Now the person with the lowest point variant weapons goes first in either placing or dropping their walls into the gaming arena. Once all the walls are placed, let the chaos begin. Like in the original, you flick or nudge your car around the play area. The object of this game is to have the most drops collected when the last one is picked up. Gaining a majority of them might seem like victory, but you might need to sacrifice some of these drops you've collected during the battle. On your turn, you flick your car to try and gather up the precious drops. Or, you can strategically aim to get a line of sight on your opponent. At the end of your car's movement, if you have a line of sight and a readied weapon, you can now shoot at an opponent. You choose an opponent and a weapon that is not damaged. Roll the corresponding amount of hit dice, which is the attack number on the card. If you roll a number equal to or higher than the hit number, you have successfully hit your opponent. Now your opponent gets a chance to defend themselves. They get to roll 1d6 per non-damaged weapon card that they have. If they roll a 4 or more, the attack is blocked. Any attack not blocked does the damage listed on the attacking weapon card. Alright, now let's talk about the damage. There are four main ways to get damaged. Get shot by an opponent, hit a wall, hit an opponent's car, or fall off the table. If you fall off the table, you just go back to your start card. If you take damage though, you have two options. The first is to remove a drop that you have collected. If you have no drops, then you suffer damage to one of your weapons. To show this, simply turn your weapon card to the tapped or horizontal position. You can then repair it on your turn in lieu of shooting. You could also just take a damage to your weapon if you do not want to sacrifice any of your drops. Damage is where some strategy comes into play. I was poised to win a game against the Sun. There was only one drop left on the table and he had no drops, I had three. He chose then to ram my car causing damage to me so that I either had to get rid of my drops or damage my weapons. If both my weapons were damaged, then I would have to get rid of my drops. This made getting to that last drop before being forced to give up my last drop my main objective. The last drop, however, was across the table behind some walls and I had to go through where the sun was sitting. 
It was a great piece of strategy by the little man. Luckily for me, he launched his car right off the table. Replayability. Obviously, this game has a high level of replayability. I love it. I love to introduce people to it. I threw a game night with some of my friends and family, and we played this game many times. It was absolutely hilarious to watch people flick the car too hard, then overcompensate and barely nudge it, then go right back and launch it off the table, Thelma and Louise style. It is frustrating, and that is part of the charm of Drop Racers. At the following games fair, I took my son, and he and Henry just sat and played this game and Drop Racers Battle on loop for hours. Why? Because it has replayability to spare. Artwork. Most of the artwork for Drop Racers is alright, it fits its theme nicely, but it's nothing spectacular. Drop Racers Battle, on the other hand, has a lot of fun artwork on the weapons cards. The weapons are highlighted and all the stats are listed. It gives the weapons a little more feel for what they are, where they are, and the damage you can do with them. By the way, my favorite weapon is the Ram, appropriately named Headbutt. It keeps you safe from damage when running into and hitting other cars. It's very useful when you're playing against my son. Component quality. Each game has similar, high-quality, long-lasting components. The small cars and walls are molded plastic. The drops are wood. All of them are solid and made of materials that will not wear out easily. The cards are nice quality and they shuffle well. Drop Racers comes with a nice felt bag from which to draw the drops. The drops could be a choking hazard, so make sure that that one coworker that you have that still eats glue is watched closely while playing this. Bang for the buck. Both games are $24.99 and can be purchased straight off the ANSR website, which is www.ansr-entertainments.com. I'll put that also in the show notes. I bought them at the local games fair. If you're local to St. Louis, you might even be able to meet up with Aaron, the A in the ANSR, and get your game in person. Why would you want to do this? Well, Drop Racers Battle has a special weapons card, Armored Up. It's worth one extra damage if it is signed by the creator. And yes, in case you're wondering, my copy of the card is autographed by Henry. Lunchtime Potential. A game of Drop Racers takes less than 30 minutes, typically between 15 to 20 minutes, as does a match of Drop Racers Battle. With more players, it might take a little longer, but I cannot see how you could possibly exceed the 60-minute lunch hour. Unless, of course, nobody can hit a drop and you're too busy launching your car straight off into oblivion. In summary, I want to reiterate that these games were perfectly designed by a child. Henry is an awesome kid, and I look forward to what other game ideas that he has in him. He's going to be a huge force in the St. Louis game design scene, and I hope his reach stretches worldwide. Drop Racers and Drop Racers Battles have a permanent place on my game shelf. I absolutely love introducing my friends, family, and co-workers to these games. I get as much enjoyment out of watching grown adults flicking tiny cars too hard, then too soft, then too hard again, as they do flicking them themselves. These are great games, great crowd pleasers, and a fantastic family game as well. Do yourself a favor and look into getting these gems. 
As usual, if you want to reach out to me, you can reach me at Facebook at facebook.com slash eatlunchandboardgame or send me an email at eatlunchandboardgame at gmail.com. And until next time, keep building those bridges. Stay in tune with all things sports around Indiana and the nation with the Crash Course Podcast. Each week, we tackle the big storylines from the world of the Colts, Pacers, and the Indiana College scene, while also keeping a pulse on the nation. We record live weekly at twitch.tv slash 3C Media, and can be found on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever podcasts can be heard, you can catch the Crash Course Podcast. Average Joe's Gaming is a weekly podcast brought to you by us. I'm Joe. I'm Tom. We talk about all things game-related. In this hour-long podcast, you'll discover what has arrived in the game room, which Funko Pop Tom just could not resist, and maybe, if you're lucky, we might get around to talking about games. Might. Tune in weekly. You can find us on all of your favorite podcast formats. When you're gaming, why not be comfy? Go over to supportplayer.org. Click on the cards, pieces, and dice to get some merch. These t-shirts are some of the most comfortable I have ever worn. That's supportplayer.org, and there's a link on eatlunchandboardgame.com.